Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-Tastic Voyage. I'm Justin. And I'm not Mark or Justin. I'm Kevin. No, you're the fucking Unabomber. I'm just cold. Take a picture of him right now, will you? We gotta, we gotta make sure this is in the show notes. He's apparently freezing his dick off here at uh, at uh, Beer-Tastic HQ. Yeah. Listen, we had to reduce the temperatures. So I that's a wonderful to you, beer there's fermenting. a fermenting Kolsch down here with us, and, and we need to keep the ambient temperature lower. And I said, I respect that, I understand that, and I'm willing to take one for the team, as long as I can put my hood on. Yeah, I understand that, but what but are you're the also gonna, and you're, doing? you're also going to blow up a federal building. Well, don't tell everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know, I just figured it would complete the look. My <laughs> name is Mark, by the way. Oh, we never said your name? No. I Fuck you. I, well, I said I wasn't Mark or Justin, so that, oh. and Justin introduced himself, so our intelligent listeners and viewers would know that you are therefore Mark. Process elimination and all. Yeah. But he is Mark, everybody. I can verify this. True story. Today, we have some offerings from the Chesapeake Bay area, Baltimore, Maryland, to be more specific, of Duclaw Brewing. Yes, a... Uh, Larger brewery than we usually do, but I think uh, even just for their names, it's worth mentioning them. Yeah, and this is this is these ones were while I was shopping for the uh, um, last episode's Harb- um, Greenpoint, Greenport, Greenport beers. I saw these and I went, these are beers that I want to drink. Like just <laughs> me. This is the one that gets. These are the kind of beers that kick out to me in the supermarket or in the beer or in the distributor and go like dude you gotta try this dude you gotta try this one so um they stir your loins yeah yeah they they stir my beer loins they uh they get my beer hackles up if you will (laughs) you know um and the names on them are just fantastic they have a great whoever names their beers is just genius with a capital j love them it's it's pretty fantastic and um you know I dug a little bit into the uh, the history of the of it, and uh, a guy named Dave Benfield apparently uh, began this whole thing. Thanks, Typical man. story: he began homebrewing in college, and um, he graduated and had got a real job, and then you know kept brewing. And then he had a great idea one day. So I'm going to read this directly from their website because this is pretty phenomenal. Dave had, he told them, a completely original idea: a restaurant with a small brewery inside that served its own original craft brewed beer he would call it a brew pub a 56k dial-up trip to alta vista crushed the completely original idea part of his plans as dozens of craft brew pubs already existed around the country but dave was undeterred as he knew that he could make his own brew pub stand out from the rest with one simple twist on the already tried and true formula he was going to make it in quotes cool (laughs) in 1995 he went head first into do club brewing so yeah, that's I when Justin read that to us before, and I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> but I've done that a couple times. Like you sit there and you're like, "Oh man, I got a great idea." Oh shit, somebody else already. That just happened to me, and I was communicating with Mark at the same time on the piece of software that I was going to make. He's like, "Oh man, I have this great idea for WordPress WordPress plugin." Yes, and uh, I did a quick uh, search of the WordPress repository, and it already exists. So yeah. I'm fucked. So I did the same thing, but it was still pretty funny. And uh, the idea of making it cool, they definitely make it cool with the names. Yeah, that's for true. That is absolutely for true. But uh, don't worry, Justin. Your one of your plugins just got translated into French. So that's true. That's true. So Parlez-vous français? Exactly. 
C'est magnifique. L'attaque touche gauche. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> Jake knows that one. <laughs> Jake does, knows. Jake does, does, does he say Jake, it with a little accent? He does. It? He does a little bit because I oh, was a kid with him. He does it all the time. But when he goes to Starbucks with his mother, he gets a croissant. So now he knows to ask mommy for the five dollar croissant. Croissant. <laughs> I like how you have to play the five dollar croissant. Yeah, I don't know that it's that much, but yeah, it's but yeah. fucked on more expensive. Get to Twelve dollars somehow. <laughs> Oh, the Jesus. first one that we have here today is Dirty Little Freak. Um, and Dirty Little Freak is an ale brewed with vanilla beans and natural flavors. A dominant blend of roasted malt, coconut, caramel, and chocolate essences, barely restrained by a gentle hot bite that tantalizes your senses all the way through to satisfying finish. Submit to indulgence, but be warmed. There is no safe word. With the satisfying finish, yeah. They, they, I, I, it's, there is no safe word. It's amazing. I love these guys. Not even banana. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Go um, bananas. What do you think, Mark? The nose. I'm, I'm, most, I'm most scared of you on this one. No, I like it. Yeah? Uh, I don't... I'm, like, there, it's very complex, and uh, it kind of, like, hints that maybe is a little bit sour, but it's not. No, I think it's mostly the it's, coconut. Yeah, it's the layers of the coconut, the vanilla, a little roast. Uh, the roast. Yeah, it just you know, like my brain thinks there's sourness there, even though there actually isn't, just because of the, those layers of flavor. But it, yeah, it's very good. I'm just gonna huff this for a little while. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> it debating, smells great, right? I'm debating on whether or not if I put a little bit behind my ears, if my wife will like me more. <laughs> like, this is I'll one like the, me more. This is one of those beers that when I drink it, I go, you know. This is the kind of beer that every sort of beer nerd hates because it's it, it's it's really all about like the the coconut and not the actual beer portions of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's only at face value. Like Mark said, if it was just the coconut there, it wouldn't it wouldn't be very good. It would be really kind of clawing and weird. But the roast is what balances it. That's obviously the quote unquote beer portion. It, of yeah, it. it's definitely not one note coconut because when I, I started drinking this before Kevin read the description, I didn't know that I wouldn't have been like, yeah, there's coconut in this beer. Yeah, I don't see. I'm put my. This is one of those times where I'm a little. Uh, um, it's hard for me because I've had all the beers we're gonna have. I've had multiple times before, so it's a little like I already know what's up. Right. So that's interesting that you would say that that you wouldn't know that there's coconut in there. I'm, I mean, I can't say for sure whether I would or wouldn't because I, I knew. No, I think I would have. I would have picked coconut in here, and it's. I think it's pretty forward in the ta- in the aroma. Um, maybe not necessarily in the, in the taste. Um, you get more of the vanilla. Um, and a little bit of chocolatiness in the, um, in the sip itself, but, um, this is awesome. This is such a good beer. Yeah, this is, this is a, uh, like I, you said, the complexity I think is what drives me to yeah, keep drinking it. Light brown? I don't have a lot left here. Um, yes, I would say light brown. It's it's just I think they they did a really great job with the description there like they I think they mentioned all the notes there all the notes in it, um, but it's it's nice that it's kind of like swirly in the flavor and that you don't hit the same you don't hit the same flavors in the same order every sip, so the first time you might get a lot of coconut in it and then the next time you get a little more vanilla in the next sip and then that's the way I'm experiencing it. Um, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. I definitely agree. The only thing going on in my head right now is the soundtrack from Moana. 
how far I, I don't know the song i'll be honest no you, not you've that watched one. it way more times consider the coconut the what consider the trees uh it's well, part of the coconut that's all we need oh that's what i definitely i i, I definitely know what i need for i need for next christmas i need a whole soundtrack of mark singing popular <laughs> cartoon song that's what i need we use the leaves to build fires <laughs> to cook up the meat inside. Yeah, this is why my son's not allowed to watch any of those things. There you go. <laughs> oh, you know, it was jammed in my head the other day. Speaking of that, it was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It was like, I'm not kidding. I couldn't even fucking sleep. It was the middle of the night. And I kept a giant like, pencil with erasers on both ends. No, not well. Yes, that's the the, the, the mouse tools. That's for a whole other episode. Where we're called fuck cartoons. We'll we'll do that one another time. <laughs> we'll get really drunk and just go on. A oh my god! Minute rent. <laughs> Every about that the, the Deuce X Machina yeah. of the Mascadoodle. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so, Dirty Little Freak. From Are you asking me for a rating on that one? I am. Um, I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with a growler on this one. Really? Yeah. Because Damn, song. This is the be- This is This is the get-me-in-trouble beer. This, ah. is, this is a get-me-in-trouble beer. A... It's sweet it's enough, like the that, girl, the girly drink of beers. Yeah, yeah. This is this is um, this is the, you know, the the jungle juice kind of beer. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Holy shit! I had four or five or six of them, and next thing you know, I'm unconscious. And at five point eight percent ABV, it's not really overpowering in that sense, but it definitely goes down really easy and is gonna get me in trouble that I've had. A few more than I should have. Yeah, it, it, I'm along the same lines. For me, I like the complexity, but it is uh, the vanilla note and the coconut note for me are fairly strong as right. I drink them. So I would probably stop at a bomber just because I think I might get a little uh, palate fatigue from it, from it. I'm with you, Justin. I I do enjoy it, but uh, I think two would be the max, and after that, I would need something lighter on the palate or simpler. Right. You know, just something like, all right, you know, like like a good Pilsner, something along those lines, after two of these would refresh me, and then maybe I can go back for another bomber. True. But, uh, you know, two glasses would be the cap in one sitting. Well, I can tell you straight up, the next beer we have is not even going to come close to cleanse, <laughs> to the cleanse your palate Pilsner that you've been requesting. Um, no, and, and I realized that, like, as I was... As soon as I was done picking them out, I kind of realized, like, I know I kind of got a bunch of beers that were all cousins, for lack of a better word. Like, they're all in similar style phrases, you know? Yeah, but at the same, but, at the same time, it's it's a totally, this is, it's a totally, this next one's totally, totally different. I mean, right. it's still heavy, but. A pretty sweet name, though. Sweet Baby Jesus. I didn't even do that on purpose. Sweet Baby the Jesus. OG. Sweet Baby Jesus. Yeah, I um, this one's black as night. Yeah, this one is one of the is a uh, chocolate peanut butter. Yes, sir. Which we've hit a couple times over the course of the show already. I think the, the, I think our favorite is the uh, maniunk. The maniunk is pretty excellent. Um, that's not necessarily chocolate, but it is peanut butter. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. What, I mean, oh, I think the, I think it incidentally yeah, just the, has the crunch. Cho- yeah. yeah, and then of course it's uh yada yada yada. Oh right, as well is a is a similar similar vein chocolate peanut butter kind of stuff. But um, oh my god, I love the aroma on this. But, Jesus Christ, it does smell. I just had a, a peanut crunch uh, 
the uh, Maniunk uh, peanut butter one yeah, last night. Yeah, the, the aroma is definitely very similar. Very it's similar, it's yeah. like you just tore the uh, the safety seal off the, a jar of peanut butter and stuck your nose in there. Yeah. yeah. And that it's not the... Um, and that it's not like a... It's just a, a little bit of chocolate in there, too. just makes it really appealing. Yeah. So, mm. so while I keep belching and try to clear my throat a little bit, <laughs> what do you guys... Uh, I mean, anything else particular? I mean, it's chocolate and been chocolate and peanut butter all the way. But do you guys pick up anything else? Yeah, aroma wise, not really. Um, I mean, you could say roast, but I think the roast is that's the hint of chocolate, essentially. I get like the only thing I get on the aroma is roasted peanuts. Yeah, that's it's pretty much all it is. Well, this one comes in at six point two percent ABV. Another sneaky motherfucker. Um, and they say it's a classic full-bodied, robust porter with a smooth, dry finish and just enough hops to balance aromas and flavors of the roasted malt, chocolate, and peanut butter so rich that just one sip and you will explain the name, exclaim the name, Sweet Baby Jesus. Doesn't can't really, golden fleece diapers. <laughs> you can't really say it much better than that. It it, it tastes like, uh, I, I, it tastes like a... A peanut butter sandwich, basically. You know, if you're not without the jelly, clearly. You know, you put it put it on bread. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What? Then it would be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. You just said a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. You wouldn't have jelly in it. Good point. It was oh, I was over explaining myself. Yes, you were. It tastes like liquid. It needs peanut butter. On toast, I do. Oh, peanut butter and toast. Just peanut butter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it tastes like a liquid. Mark is like. Mark fuck just you judged guys. me yeah. like hardcore. Yeah, he was yeah, like, "Why would you? Just... Why would you do that?" These rice crackers right here. Spread some peanut butter on that. Just peanut butter. I'm good. Yeah. Sandwich. Just peanut butter. No. Actually, I like cream cheese on rice crackers too. I've never had that. It's pretty good. I don't give that a shot. And if you get the everything ones, and you get a little bit of vegetable cream cheese. Yeah. Oh. I hate shit. vegetable cream cheese, and uh, I, I hate super hate everything bagels. Yeah. So, so you despise that, but for yeah. me, that's a, that's a dream. But this one. This beer, um, it's like liquid peanut butter cups. Yeah, it's amazing. You see, I mean, I don't, I don't get a lot of chocolate from it. Like, I, I really enjoy this beer. It's been a while since I've had it, and uh, you know, most recently I've probably had even more Jesus. Oh more yeah, Jesus. well, that's like the motor oil version of, of yeah. Of, that's yeah. that's this turned up to eleven. Yeah, uh, but you know, I, I really enjoy it. I just, I don't know when you put the when you put the 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 peanut in the beer, like that becomes the only thing that I can taste. Like I can't pick out the chocolate notes once the peanut is you, in there. You don't get a little bit, like a tad bit of uh, milk chocolate sweetness, and then no. obviously the, the the roast for me also. I mean, I get a little bit of that, but the roast for me is also the chocolate part. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily. I don't get. I, I get peanut butter, and then I get sort of a, a darker chocolate. Sorry, how I, I get, read it. I get peanut butter and I get some sweetness, but I don't perceive that sweetness and equate it to milk chocolate. Okay, that's fair. It's a different sweetness to me. I can understand how you get how. It's like it's like a peanut butter sandwich with with honey on it, like peanut butter and honey. Like that's perception that I get. I don't get chocolate. Okay, I can I can see that. Um, I'm gonna stick with my for for the way I the way I see it is really it just tastes like like liquid peanut butter cups to me. Yeah, like it's just it's delicious to me as it is. Um, 
and I've had this, and I have had this one before as well, and I know that I enjoy it. Um, and it's just, it's just fantastic. I, I want to gush more about it, but I'm out of words. <laughs> but um, it's really delicious. The only thing I'll say is, it's I can understand how between this and like the Dirty Little Freak, like the they are sweet, so I can see how the sweetness can get overwhelming. But that being said, I'm still going to go with, this is the same kind of thing. Like I might, I'm going to have two or three or these on some nights. I might go, Oh my God, I'm having four or five. But for the most part, I probably would just knock down two of these, have a bomber of this and be like, yeah, I'm happy. This is, this is the stockpile bomber. Like, I have one of these in my fridge at all times because I may need to have one of them. Yeah, I would agree with you. Though. You know. Yeah. So we we almost need, we almost need like a, a special category for like these are the <laughs> ones to put in this, you know, stockpile for the apocalypse. Make sure you have as many of these as you can. Where are you at on Mark? I know, I know, I did it on purpose. Mark just put a uh, a um, Ritz cracker in his mouth, so I had to I had to go go after him. No, I'm with Kevin. It's yeah. a, it's definitely a bomber for me. I will enjoy the two, and then uh, either I'm going to bed or I'm having something else to drink. <laughs> but I do want to have. I would like to have a stockpile where I'm just like I'm in the mood. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have a Jesus. <laughs> so. I, I agree with you. I'm also going to be a bomber for all the reasons above. Um, while we let our, our palates chill for a minute before we have the last uh, our last offering, I wanted to talk about their namings. Their naming because to me, from any of the larger breweries, they have some of the best the best names. I agree. They what, have, what else you got on there? Some from uh from the yeah. So I've offerings. had I've actually it turns out I've had a, a, a couple of interesting things from them. But their year round offerings are Dirty Little Freak an IPA called Enjoy Your Time Away. Take a mental holiday. <laughs> uh, Funk, which is uh, um, a blueberry citrus wheat that we're going to have next. next. Yeah, Sweet Baby Java, which is an espresso bean-infused chocolate pe- uh, peanut butter porter. So it's the Sweet Baby Jesus with espresso beans. That might be interesting. The Sweet, ba- Sweet Baby Jesus we just had. And the Bare Ass Blonde. Bare Ass Blonde. Yeah. So they're, they're starting I've to heard, straddle. I've heard of Bare Ass, but I, I don't believe I've had that one. Is it I Bear, like B-A-R-E or B-E-A-R? Yeah. No, bear, not your bear. No, no my bear? No. Like, you don't have pants. Oh. Right. So they have a lot of other Fuck beers, but they're one of the ones that they're showcasing right now is a Cargo Schwarz, which is a black lager, Schwarz beer. <laughs> they're Bad Moon Porter, D- Devil's Milk Barley Wine, which I saw and wanted to try but didn't. Um. For Pete's sake, which is an imperial chocolate peanut butter porter, so apparently it's basically what we just drank, but like with a hell of a lot more alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> which it's just funny knowing our friend Pete that like oh. he would despise that beer. Yes, it would give him a screaming headache. <laughs> um, a barley wine I've had from them called Hell on Wood, which if you want a beer to like put in a tulip glass and chill out and drink, that's right up right up that alley. It's a very um, malt forward um, English style barley wine. Um, there's a uh, Lost in the Static double IPA. It's just so many. Oud Road Ogen. Belgian uh-huh. Belgian quad that they Oud did. Oud Road? Road Ogen. Okay. Sour Me This, Dry Hop Sour. I've had that. That is that is pretty fantastic. Um, and then they have a ret, uh, Retribution, which is a single uh, bourbon barrel. There's plenty of other ones, but the... A lot of the names tend to be tend to be really great. I want to, I want to see if I can find the Bad Moon Porter. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Great logo too. But um, we're gonna uh, like I said, we're gonna follow this up with uh, um, a uh, funk blue uh, blueberry citrus wheat beer. Right, uh, and that one clocks in at a five um, five percent even ABV. And they say, slide into the groove of this soulful fusion of American wheat and hops that sets the rhythm for a stunning encore of blueberry and Meyer lemon. Now tear the lid off this sucker, because you're going to just dig it. We got the funk. You got the funk. <laughs> I, I, I don't get funk on the nose. I definitely do get blueberry, and I, I get a little bit of uh, bubblegum. I just got in the back. Yeah, I will say that this. I just get blueberry. Like, yeah, this beer is much more of a uh, a blue, like a blueberry like saisonish beer than it is a sour beer. The but. the aroma is very close to Blue Points Blueberry Ale without smelling artificial. Yeah. Right, um, Mark, you have that bag of uh, dried blueberries upstairs. Yes. I imagine that, like, when you open this and that, like, I feel like they would smell identical. Yeah, just, it's, like, it's pretty pretty damn close. Yeah. yeah. It it smells delicious. It really does. It's got a really great blueberry flavor to it. It's a nice golden color, you yes. know, light gold color. I um I didn't get a whole lot of head on the top of it there, but um I feel like if you poured the whole bottle out into one glass, you could probably pour it a little aggressively and get a nice foam head on top, which is yeah. You know, there's there's signature like a, of wheat beers. There's like a, a lingering cumulus cloud of foam on top. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, the the blueberry taste. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's tasty. It's crisp and, and tasty, and it, it it's one of the few blueberry beers I've had besides, of course, our blue, blueberry beer that didn't taste. Uh, though we, you know, didn't taste super artificial. Although this one is much more prominent blueberry than um, than yeah, ours was. Beauregard, like, yeah, there's a fruit in here. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but right. this definitely says blueberry to me. I feel like we should have had this one in between the, the other two. Because this is such an, it, it's such a nice, the citrus of it and the the blueberry is such a nice cut through that it kind of cleans everything off that I feel like if you, we went from Dirty Little uh, dirty little Freak and then had this, we'd be happy because you'd have that kind of, the coconut would kind of lend itself to the citrus and you'd be able to cut through it. And then from here to go from blueberry into chocolate is not exactly a hard sell either. Um, but it's a nice change of pace from the other two yeah but just but what i'm so impressed by again is the really intense level of flavor that they're able to have in all three beers yeah they're able to showcase the adjuncts they use and the the for lack of a better word extra flavors really really well yeah. i i really it i really enjoy the funk but it's not what i expect no you name yeah. a beer funk that's yeah, the same. That, I had the same experience. That's why I was. Like, I didn't, I didn't say anything on purpose. Where's the horse blanket? Right. That's ex- that's exactly the experience I had. I wasn't exactly thinking horse blanket, but I at least thought I would get some some level of. I was expecting sour. some kind of breadiness. Yes. From a beer called Funk. I understand exactly where you're coming from with that, um, but you know when I read the label and I don't see it say mentioning anything about, um, you know, sour or farmhouse or anything like that, that. I didn't, wasn't expecting that, but for for what it is with the blueberry and the citrus, I think this is awesome. Oh, this is a great oh, beer. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad at all. It's just not. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. 
based on the name alone. If you were like, hey, you want some funk? I'd be like, yeah, give me that <laughs> funk. And it tasted, be like, what the fuck is this? This is blueberry wheat. You, but you got the funk. It's <laughs> like, no, where's the funk? Like, that is the funk. What? There is, on the back end, I mean, again, for, you know, an average beer drinker, on the back end, I would say there's a little little bit of funk. It's a little bit. I'm not it's really a wee bit. I'm not really I, I think that, that I think that's just weed ale character, honestly. Yeah, you're right. You're, okay, fair enough. It, it is not definitely not actual like you know Brett Funk. I, I doubt there's any Brett in this beer, but it, there is a hint of of that, like a suggestion of that. If you're uh, not used to drinking Brett beers, that being said, if they took this beer and decided that they wanted to sour it. I think it'd be amazing also. Oh, yeah, if they threw Brett in here for real, it'd be sick. Yeah, like, I think that would just make it even better to go and try. I agree. Like, I would love for them to take this and try to, spin, you know, spin that off a little bit and, you know, make a really funky funk. <laughs> get out there, you know, like, we're talking. This would be the Parliament funk. Yeah. Make, make the, re- you know, get the real, you know, Technicolor funk going on in there. And I w- And it might be. It might be re- a really, really interesting beer in that sense. It's like they could call it Jesus's Technicolor Funk Coat. <laughs> Dude, you just you sold me. You sold me the Technicolor Funk Coat. I'm in. I would drink the hell out of that. Um, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Duclaw. If you do that, just just send us a bottle. That's all we have. Yeah. Just make sure you send us a bottle or two. Ideas are free. Okay. Um, I really like it, and like I mentioned before, I think it's a really good change of pace from the other two beers. Um. So I, I, I enjoy that. I think this one would be probably in the bomber category for me as well. Of It's interesting enough that I want a second one. I don't necessarily know if I would keep going with this one. But maybe on a warmer day. And if you've ever been down in Baltimore during the summertime, it's well, sticky it's as hell. Um, I could see drinking a couple of the... Wanting to stick with this as opposed to, say... Sweet Baby Jesus or something like that, where in the middle of the summertime, it's going to feel like you're pouring motor oil through your, <laughs> through your throat. Seriously. See, I have to disagree with you there. I would rather have the second Sweet Baby Jesus than a second Funk. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying in the middle of the summertime. Yeah, I, yeah? Yeah, I understand that. Okay. I would rather have... I, I would, If I had one of each, I was like, all right, I'm going to have one more. Yeah. I'm going to go for another Jesus. I would Over go. Funk. I would go out of the out of everyone. If I'm if I'm forced to pick from these three, if I'm having a second one right now, or not right now, but right afterwards, I would probably have a uh, a second. Uh, um, Dirty little freak. All right, that's fair. Um, I know for me, when I had a six pack of this, I pretty much drank them in twos. So bomber, yeah. I know bomber is the number for me. Right, <laughs> I had like three sessions with them. Basically, I it's a very enjoy it's a, it's an enjoyable beer, and it's also enjoyable in the sense that you can I, you can give this to anybody. And they're gonna they're gonna like it. You just tell them here's a blueberry beer. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, else. yeah. Blue, blueberry isn't a flavor that people are you know turned off by usually. It's you know it's something that you can usually say here, try this blueberry flavored, and people give it a shot. No, it else. definitely has broad appeal. It's just uh, I don't. It's not something I want more than one of. I'll I'll enjoy that one, but and then after that, I I got to move on to something else. It's just uh, yeah. It's I I just couldn't drink more than a pint all right that's fair well, i can completely Without at least that. two buffers in between <laughs> uh, i um last time that i was down in baltimore um i stayed in the inner harbor area which is a nice neck of the woods 
and there is a I drawn a blank on the name of it, but there's a brew pub right there in the middle of the Inner Harbor. It's right across the street from Camden Yards. It's really hard to miss. And I, I think I mentioned it when I came back from a trip down it there. It sounds familiar to me, yeah. But check them out. Um, like there, if you're ever down in the Inner Harbor, check that beer, check that restaurant out. Good food, really good beer. I remember going over it. I'll have to look back and find out what what it is. I'll have Justin put it in the notes if I check it out. No problem. But other than that, you know, I think Duclaw has been a three for three right here. I really enjoyed it. I do. I've been. I yeah. I've enjoyed. <laughs> bless Pardon me. I've enjoyed uh, everything I've had from them. Uh, there, I haven't had. And again, maybe it's my selection bias on certain things to uh, an extent, but like, I I don't remember having anything from Duclaw that I was like, I don't like this one. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've had a couple others that I can remember. I mean, I'm going through their. They have a, a what's called their hiatus list. Apparently, these particular beers are on hiatus. But I had their Midnight Dew, which is a dark sour. So like, have a step better than Ben and Jerry's Graveyard. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. <laughs> The Midnight Dew, which is a dark sour. It was Asian bourbon barrels. I enjoyed it, but I thought the bourbon barrel sort of wiped out the sour. I think you and I. I brought one over for you, I know. The the name sounds familiar. I can't explicitly remember tasting the beer, though. So there's a couple on here that I want them to bring back specifically for us. Um, I've had this one, Guilty Filthy Soul. It's an Imperial Chocolate Rye Porter. Um, sounds good. That's that was sick. Uh, where we do. go? There's one here that I want them to bring back called El Cabong. <laughs> it's an ale, ale brewed with apricot and chilies. Okay. So I want that. El Cabong. Um, Hong Kong Fui. Devil, they have one Devil's Devil's Dew, which is a, a bourbon uh, barrel one. I feel like I've had Devil's Dew. Uh, you might have. What's that? A Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, Hong Kong Fui is... The, yeah, the dog that drives around in like the little car in the green no, car. No, I love Tong Kong Fui, but that is not Quick Draw McGraw. Oh, okay. Where'd you get Quick Draw McGraw from? I was singing. I wasn't paying attention to you. Is not Quick Draw McGraw? Does he not become Hong Kong Fui? No, not at all. I have no idea to be honest with you. No, no Quick clue. Draw McGraw is the uh, what's his is alias? The, is the horse equivalent of um, of the Lone Ranger? Yes, I know, but what is his like vigilante name? No, it's yeah, it's definitely not Hong Kong Fui. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait, Hong Kong I'm, Fui. I'm, I'm, Hong Kong Fui is just like the random dog, am, like brown dog that just. I was gonna say this might bar. be the point, like like in the middle of the in the middle of the, the beer uh, meeting when you yelled at me that you've drank too much. Shut up! You're making a fool of yourself. I think this might be my turn. Um, there's yes. one out here. Yes, co- I cede that to you. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up, Mark. You're making a fool. There's one of these called. There's one called Mysterium, which is a refreshing ale with car- uh, cardamom and uh, chamomile. Which could be interesting. Interesting. And there's one. This is the one. This is the one that I want to bring back. Only the one. It's called Q. Dry rubbed pale ale. That's all it says. Dry rubbed? Like Q-U-E? Just the letter Q. Just the letter Q. So it's like dry rub. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. do love me some dry rub. I want to know. I want to know more. More about that beer. So um, uh, Celtic Fury. Irish Stout. That's a really good one too. There you go. Um, great names, great beer overall. I mean, everything is Is the fantastic. label art a picture of John Delancey? <laughs> no. That's label art was just a Q. That's all I could get. So let our Q. I don't get the joke, so you're missing. I'm missing it. Oh, Coco, Co- this is the other one. Coco Fuego, a chocolate Chipotle stout. That sounds pretty dope, too. I don't know who John Delancey is, so I'm missing it. What's the joke? 
Well, uh, okay, so like other than Justin's face, Star Trek: The Next Generation. John Delancey is the actor who plays Q, who is like an omnipotent being who can alter reality. Okay. Never really watched Next Generation, but it's the greatest generation. There's, <laughs> in fact, a whole podcast called that. Whoa! About that, the greatest Next Generation. No, it's called the Greatest Generation, and it's about the Next Generation. Okay. Um, not that I listen to it, but I know it exists. I'm not a, not a Star Trek. I movie. don't like Star Trek that much. I appreciate it. I'm just look, not huge into it. Look at it. it this way. Mostly because the weird dude from uh, Deep Space Nine with the big forehead kind of freaked me out a little Worf? bit. Worf? No. No, not Worf. The short one that looked like a troll. Oh. Uh, Somebody, if they're listening and they actually like Star Trek, might be screaming at the radio right now. But... <laughs> Shit, what is his name? I don't know. He's like a He's a Ferengi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, yes. That's the guy you're talking about. I yeah, know that that's, that's right. That's good. I don't know how I know that, but yes, you're right. <laughs> if you know his name, call in. Let us know. Tell us. <laughs> Let us know. 631-605-7240. Awesome. Send us a voicemail. Let us know that that's what that is. Don't forget to breathe heavy. So look at like going back to Q though, look at it this way. Like uh I forget her name, but like the woman that brought my little pony back and turned it into like this great thing that where like you know men are brownies age, brownies love it so much yeah basically took the same character from star trek yeah and like was like i love this so much i'm gonna like write a tribute character to it and like hey john delancey do you want to voice the character and he was like oh this is the same character as star trek sure why not <laughs> okay then all right. All right. Now that we ran that, that, was, a, that was a deep. Now that, we, now that we ran that full track, uh, <laughs> let me read. Let me tell our readers. You're about welcome. This. So we learned a little more about Q. This medium light-bodied pale ale is hop, uh, hop gun infused with dizzy pig seasoning, dizzy dry, dust, dry rub, to add notes of barbecue herbs and spices to its smooth, multi-flavored aroma. It's a unique drinking experience designed to complement any backyard barbecue. Okay, that's slightly better because, like, when you first initially said like dry rubbed, I was thinking like they were taking like just like hop cones and like rubbing the outside of the bottles. <laughs> oh, right. yeah, that would be a that would have been dry cone. I was like. <laughs> It's like, how does the flavor get in the beer? Always, and everyone knows you always have to lube your cones. Exactly. Everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I got that impression from when you first mentioned it. Yeah, me too. And as much as I love dry rub barbecue, like I, m- I made a trip to Memphis and I was, I fell in love with dry rub barbecue, and I just can't, I can't wrap my head around exactly how it would taste in a beer. But I know beer goes great with dry rub, so it might. It, it, I think they hit it when they said it would be a unique drinking experience. Yeah, I would want to try it. I really do. I would love to have a pint of that and just try it and be like, "All right." Hopefully, it was not as disappointing as the bacon flavored vodka that okay, I had, I which was horrendous. But <laughs> my wife still it, brings right? that up on occasion. Yeah, bacon. They <laughs> Vermont. Nasty. Yeah. Well, I can say that definitively for Duclaw, there's very few beers, um, at least the, and even the ones I've seen and the ones I just read on there that I, I don't want to try. So yeah. it uh, sounds like a, a happening uh, spot. Absolutely. Um, you guys have anything else? No, I'm good. Mark? Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else. All I right. uh, thought of it too late. I was going to tell you what the name of John Delancey's character is in My Little Pony, but not okay. that you really he's, care he's about. He's watching that. John Delancey porn now, so check, I'm just check, gonna go. check, check, <laughs> the, right. check the show notes if you want to be horrified. All right, cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. 
If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.